When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG-13, suggesting that all children under the age of 13 should listen accompanied with an adult. to the Sonic Society, the world's showcase of modern audio drama, where we cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war, or at least the good companions of David Alt and myself. <laughs> good morning, David. Which Shakespearean play is your favorite? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, I obviously have a bit of a soft spot for the Scottish play, but uh, I suppose Measure for Measure is one of my favorites, given that I performed it for such a long time. Oh, I have never seen Measure ah, for Measure. It's an I interesting one. Really want to? Th- that's a co- one of the comedies. Uh, I'm well, going to have. Well, this is why some people call it a problem play because it doesn't really fit into the tragedy. It doesn't fit into the comedy, and it's not a history. So um, it's. Uh, I think yes. If you're going to put it into one of those brackets, it's definitely a comedy because no one dies. Yeah, that's, Spoiler that's really the <laughs> definition yeah. when it comes to comedies back in the day. It doesn't have to yeah. be a blaha. It's just everybody either marries or lives in the end. Yeah, and there's, there's, a, there's some mistaken identity and things like that. So, yeah, it, it's more of a comedy if we're, if we're going to put it into a, into a box. Very cool. Very cool. I have been teaching A Midsummer Night's Dream many, uh, many years. Yes. Really adore it. And uh, I now won't be doing that anymore. So uh, that was kind of interesting. But uh, yeah, I do love a, a bunch of them. And of course... I, I seem to find you, myself playing Lysander a lot in A Midsummer oh, Night's really? Dream. But <laughs> most recently I've played Theseus, which... Uh, oh, it, Nice. So yes, uh, moving. I, I'm obviously getting older because I'm yes. to play older <laughs> parts now. <laughs> well, I will certainly cast you as a love interest in in uh, the the gift of Venice when I finish that. Oh, which should be Hopefully soon. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward. We'll do a table read with that if you're up for it. That'll cool. Be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That'd be nice. But, but well, you say that you're not going to be uh, teaching it anymore. What is the status of your master's? Well, my master's is well and completely finished. Hooray! I have upgraded my degree, which is wonderful. That that mm-hmm. gets f- f- sort of thrown in in the summer. Thus, my raise will be retroactive at that point. I have mm-hmm. also been able to apply for and get accepted as the first one in, in the line of seniority. For another mm-hmm. role, so I will be Excellent. out of the classroom in. Uh, let's put the countdown now. Uh, twenty-seven <laughs> days. <laughs> so, Twenty. Sorry, twenty-six at, days. Twenty-six days. At time so. of recording, yes. <laughs> at time of recording. So yes, I and and I'm I've got a, a nice little part of my blackboard. Eleven days left for classroom <laughs> days. You know, so and that's my countdown of how many days left I have to be teaching. So that I am so mixed with emotions mm, um mm-hmm. uh, i i have been teaching 20 years 20 and a half years wow um, which yes. stuns me i it feels <laughs> it feels longer in some days and it feels like it's never been in others 
Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. while I don't, a part of me will never never wanted to leave the classroom. It's just it's time because it's just it's not the way it used to be. And when mm-hmm. I think it's like, well, maybe I'm just old. I talk to other teachers who are five years in and 20 years younger than me. And they're like, I can't do another five years. Mm. <laughs> like, I wasn't that way 20 years ago. So, <laughs> I, I've um, certainly spoken to, uh, to, to, teachers that are working at the moment and mm. and they say that you'd be you'd have to be mad to join the teaching profession now which is a, a sorry state to be yes uh, and such a shame because children need good role models they need inspiring teachers they need to be filled with the joy of of learning and experiencing yeah. and being able to look at the world in new ways yes. and the the teachers just don't want to be there no and and those that do sort of get beaten down to just mm, facilitating mm. curriculum and like that's not what good teaching is no, as no. as you just pointed out and it's that's the heart of what i love is that light going on and you i've seen you mm. know that we've had those conversations where when you are out there teaching when you are mm. out there you know that's what you want to do you want to engage with people with opportunities and options and excitement and all that kind of stuff Absolutely. So I, yes. I totally get that. But I mean, it's it's a time of change for me for everything. Mm-hmm. I'm As mm-hmm. I'm speaking right now, uh, most of my boxes are packed in my in my office uh, stash studio and much many about 100 boxes of books, comics and DVDs are are in storage right now. <laughs> so um, I'm, I'm not that I have this place sold, but we're going to be showing it in the next month or so and looking to move out in the country. So mm-hmm. uh, selling I'm going back next weekend to the cabin, finishing putting down some flooring with my boys and that will be up and sold. So there's a ton of changes moving yes, on yes. In, in our world. What about you? Anything new in the alt <sighs> world? Uh, well, I've been doing uh, an audiobook for uh, an Australian author recently, which has been uh, a, a very interesting one. It's set in World War One, and uh, looking at um, one of the theatres of war that doesn't usually get talked about, right. uh, the Middle East, rather than um, <gasps> oh, France wow. or, or Gallipoli and things like that. So, yeah, that's been a really good, a really interesting one to, to have a read through. But we're certainly not... Uh, not selling this place or anything like that at the moment so <laughs> not, not quite as as upside down or, or anything that, that you've been doing well i'm hoping this will be my, my last big move you know mm-hmm. be, before i get moved to to the what is was it hamlet going back to hamlet is like you know <laughs> what's what what houses are built that that last the longest um, yes. it's it's the grave the the grave digger builds the house they last till doomsday mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yes <laughs> so until i move to my final immortal house <laughs> this is it uh, i think it, yeah. it was edgar Allan poe that referred to uh, a coffin as the long house there which, you go. Is, which i think is a very interesting way of putting it the long house <laughs> the long house <laughs> that's good but but a good place to record not enough room and you can just you yeah. know I don't know. I think the, the reverb might be a little bit. You, you would have to to uh, yeah do a little bit of sound insulation in there. Yeah, S- some of those are really nicely cushioned, which has always confused mm. me as to why people have, you well, know pleated to... cushions on the inside. Well, there's uh, there's the Poe, uh, the premature burial. Yes, uh, where it talks about all of the uh, of the ways that um, he thought up to make sure that he wouldn't get 
uh, buried alive. Well, the, the lovely bell that they had for so many yeah, years, you know, that just yeah. went to this just, terrifying when you think of it. Well, there's, <laughs> there's reason for my madness of my own Shakespearean uh, thing here, because this, it's we, this week's reference to the bard is absolutely no exception. Is it, David? No, that's right, Jack. This week we are happy to present the premiere episode of Cry Havoc, Ask Questions Later. And if you listen to my Sunday showcase introduction, you'd know it is a dramatic comedy of power politics, whirlwind romances, and running fast to get nowhere. All created by David K. Barnes and beginning right here on the Sonic Society. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Love it or hate it, hockey is inescapable in Canada. But the sport has a dark side. There's violence and racism on the ice, and corruption, cover-ups, and abuse off of it. I'm Archie Mann, the host of Commons. And in this season, we'll be bringing you stories from inside the cult of hockey. Follow Commons wherever you get your podcasts. A-cast. 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 Not long ago, in a distant land, there lived a warrior of great and noble deeds. He wished to rule the people of his city as their king, but his friends didn't think it was a good idea. So they killed him. Uh, that's right, isn't it? Broadly. I don't want to get the facts wrong. Don't worry about those. Just tell me the story. All right. Well... They ran away. Uh, The killers, I mean. To the plains of Philippi. There they raised an army. They knew they'd soon be followed, for two men sought revenge against their crime. Two men forged in opposites. The first strong of muscle, the second strong of mind, united in common cause. And what did these two men do? Basically, they won. We did it, lads! We bloody... <laughs> all right, all right. Now, you know I'm not much of a speaker. I never even passed my Latin. <laughs> but if any occasion deserves a few words, it's this one. Because you boys were incredible out there. I mean, that was peak performance. Rome is proud of each and every one of you here today, and that goes double for me. This was no ordinary war. We fought no foreign enemy. These were Romans, like you and me. Some may have even been our friends once. I wouldn't have blamed you for finding this one a struggle if you'd put down your swords and said, this far and no further. But each of you put his duty first. You fought like lions. 
and Brutus may have been an honourable man, but we bloody well showed him a thing or two, didn't we, eh? My old mate Julius is looking down upon us, and he saw justice done this day. And here, standing with me at my side, is his very own son. He fought with us. He's your friend and mine. He's Gaius Octavius Caesar! Hello, everyone. Oh, son of the divine Julius Caesar. Inheritor of his titles and estates. Have you anything to add on this day of victory? Me? Yes. Uh... Anything on this august occasion? Uh... No. No, I think you just about covered everything. Yep. What's the matter? There's... Just so many of them just looking at me. And? I've, uh, <laughs> I've lost my voice. You'll lose more than your voice if you don't say something inspiring. Well, go on, give it some. Uh, that is to say, I have nothing else to add, but well done, you men. Well done. <clears throat> yes. Well, the son of the divine Julius has spoken. And uh, now that's done with, we celebrate. Who wants to go and get hammered? <laughs> Yeah, well, I thought. Yeah, sure. What a plank. Rome's enemies lay vanquished in the field, and there were no more left to fight. Mark Antony and Gaius Octavius had won. Rome was theirs to rule. And that's when their troubles would really begin. Will presents Cry Havoc, Ask Questions Later. Episode 1 After Caesar. in triumph, and there was much rejoicing. General Mark Antony embraced his loving wife, the model of a Roman woman. Fulvia! Mark! Oh, oh Mark, I missed you so. And I missed you, my love. <laughs> How'd it go out there? Fine. It was dead easy. You'd have loved it. Lots of big, handsome men working up a sweat. <laughs> No problems with the army. They'll do whatever I tell them. So it's over then. Rome is ours. Yeah. <laughs> she can't keep her hands off me, lads. <laughs> the Senate's already ratified it. As from now, I'm running the show. Yes, finally. We can get things done around here. Just you and me. Oh, Mark. 
I mean, it's a bit more complicated. But basically, yes. What do you mean? Are you in charge or not? Yeah, absolutely. Me and Gaius. You and Gaius? Yeah. Julie's boy. I know who he is. You said you were going to kill him. I know, yeah, I know. I know. Hey, Mark! You're the best! <laughs> yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> you promised me you'd kill him. I can't do that. Why not? Because Julie was a mate of mine. You don't kill your best mate's son, no matter how annoying he is. Adopted son. You owe him nothing. Oh, he's harmless. He's a whelp. There's nothing he can do to us. Kill him. No. We're still a republic. I can't just take it over by myself, can I? How do you know if you won't try? Julie tried, and look what happened to him. Is that what you want from me? Lying in a forum with swords in my back? Thank you very much. You should rule. You deserve it. Rome deserves it. Quite frankly, I deserve it. Look, look, look. Don't worry. It's all working exactly as we wanted it. I am in charge. I'm Mark Antony. They love me. <laughs> and Gaius? The boy's a washout. He's got no clue at all. You wait. I've got him wrapped round my little finger. Just like I'm wrapped round yours. You better be right. When have I ever been wrong? Now keep kissing me. They're still watching. No, they're not. Well, pretend they are. <laughs> The celebrations continued long into the night. Some say the Romans go to war so they can justify the orgy afterwards. Some say? I do, yeah. And the more blood spilt, the more they enjoy it. Sort of like a fetish. But one man sat alone, away from the throng. Gaius Octavius didn't know how to party. He only knew how to think. No. No, this doesn't make any sense. What did it say in that other one? Gaius! What? Oh, hello, Mark. What are you doing? Come and join the gang. Oh, uh, uh, later, maybe, later. Uh, Mark, come and take a look at this. Look. You're working? Yeah, I thought I'd get a head start. Look what I found. It's maddening. Can I sit? Uh, sure, let me just... <clears throat> My son's around there somewhere. I told him to spend the night with his grandparents. Fulvia and I want some privacy tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Good-o. You see here, I found an executive summary from our governor in Syria, and in it he says... Have some wine. What? Wine. Oh, thank you. Anyway, he says, the governor, they're paying far more in interest to the public carney than we're actually making back in taxation. Really? Yes. And they're still running up debts like you wouldn't believe. Guys. Uh, and the magistrate's collecting a backhander. I mean, we have to stop this. It's appalling. Gaius! Put your papers down and understand one simple thing. We did it. What? Rome. Us. We did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Mmm... I guess we did it, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> now you're thinking straight. You know why they're all happy tonight? Those people, our people. You know why? <laughs> Tell me. 
Because we get stuff done, my friend. We get stuff done. That's what we do. We're unstoppable. Well, I'll drink to that. To the Republic. <laughs> if you like. Do you think Caesar... I mean, my father, my new father... Still feels weird, by the way. You'll get used to it. Do you think he really wanted to be a... king? Doesn't matter. No? No. What does matter is the scum who killed him are dead and in the ground, and we're still here. How many did you kill? Eh? The enemy, how many? Oh, uh... I lost count. You? Two hundred and... Uh, Sixty-nine. Nice. What is... <laughs> Never mind, young guys. It's all over now. No more civil wars for us. You're not much of a fighter on the quiet, are you? Well, it's okay. You don't have to be. You're the son of Caesar, right? The men respect that. Yes. But I know how you feel. You do? Oh, yeah. I was new once. Rome's a tough world. Hard to be the bloke who doesn't get his head kicked in. I suppose so, yes. But look, for whatever reason, Julie adopted you to be his son, and that means something. I don't know what, but it does. And sure as his divine spirit is looking over us, I just want you to know that I'm looking out for you too. It's going to be okay. Thanks, Mark. That means a lot. No worries, friend. And in the days ahead, when it's all going on, doing this and that, well, you know... You can leave it to me, if you ever need to. All this, uh, it's never too much trouble, right? Yeah. Good. <clears throat> now, come on, it's time to enjoy yourself. Plenty of fish in the sea looking for a hot, strong war hero tonight. Gaius? I was just thinking... It can wait till tomorrow. It's simply that... No, come on, we've won. Right now, you and me are the most powerful men in the world. We own the entire Republic of Rome. Yes. So? What are we going to do with it? You never met Julius, did you? No. Well, I served him dates once, but we never spoke. What was he like, if you don't mind me asking? Caesar. He was... Honest, in his own way. Do you think he'd have made a good king? The Romans don't believe in them. To be honest, nor do I. On that subject, when is our visitor arriving? I believe their ship docked nearby not too long ago. Should I leave you to prepare? Oh, no, no. I'm ready for him. Would you like a honey cake? Are you sure? Thank you. Mm. 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 Resume your story. It helps me to think. Where were we? Mm. The morning after. It was a new dawn for Rome, free from internal strife. Gaius Octavius and Mark Antony were due to meet to begin their governance in earnest and Gaius was well prepared. He doubtless spoke of it with his sister, Octavia, known to all as the epitome of virtue. 
Hey, Gaius. Morning. Oh, don't talk too much. I'm still a bit trashed. Hmm. What time is it? Sundown's outside if you want to look. Didn't see you out celebrating last night. Surprise, surprise. Can't even show up for your own party. I was there. Briefly. You do know it was all for you. It was for the armies of Rome and their commanders. Including you. But mainly Mark. Well, of course, they like him. Where's the new girl? She's meant to have tidied up in here. Look at my desk. It's filthy. She's still in bed. In bed? Yes. Leave her, Gaius. We had a very long night. I see. I think she'll work out. Not interested, to be honest. Thank you, Octavia. Oh, don't be such a prude. You'd understand if you could only find yourself a nice... to anyone. Perhaps I'm pickier than you are. It'd be impossible not to be, wouldn't it? What is all this, anyway? Reading anything good? Corsican tax revenue for the past five years. Very important. Mm, I'm sure it is. I know how your heart leaps at the sight of a finely written receipt. I have responsibilities now. You may not have noticed. Oh, and I found this amongst my papers. If you could keep your hobbies away from my work... Uh, would... What is it? The Palatine players began their new season with a riotous revival of Protus's comedy classic, Arsenaria, or The One with the Asses, which in this critic's opinion has rarely been blah, 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 blah. No, 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 keep reading. It's a good review. The One with the Asses? I hope you mean donkeys. We'll see the play and find out. We've been doing ever so well lately. Sell out nights across the board. Though I sometimes think we rest on our laurels. Pardon the phrase. It's just a theatre company. It's my theatre company. No, it isn't. But I pay for it. That makes it my company. You wanted me to be a patron of the arts, and I'm doing it. It's the wrong sort of art. I should have had that bunch of parasites shut down years ago. You can't. They're too popular. But they're always slipping in jokes about me. Yeah, naturally. They get the biggest laughs. Gaius, if you give the people entertainment and a way to blow off steam now and then... Then you make them restless. You make them happy. I'm sure I'm doing more for Rome with my plays than you are with all your dull reports. Stop it. That's my entry. What is it? Hello there. Only me. Oh, Lepidus. Good morning. Your servants let me in. Not disturbing you, am I? No, not at all. Please, make yourself at home. We'll be setting up in the dining room. Oh, going to eat, are we? <laughs> uh, no. Sorry. Oh, shame. Still, raring to go, getting stuck in what? That's right. <laughs> in you go. Won't be a moment. <laughs> Lepidus. Seriously, Lepidus. He's in the gang? He was a key part of our victory. But he's such a fool. Even fools have their uses. Especially when they're well-connected. <laughs> Does Mark know about this? He'll hit the roof. He'll tear the old man apart. No, he won't. He knows already. I think. <sighs> Why bother with Mark, anyway? He's popular, but he doesn't know the first thing about government. Now, that isn't fair. I spoke to him last night. Mm -hmm. uh, he may be full of himself, yes, but he cares about Rome. And he's taken this very seriously. I know he is. Oh, so, uh, why isn't he here yet? Mark Antony was nearby. He'd been waylaid by friends, that was all. 
How's that? Now someone pour me a proper drink. Oh, hang on. Duty calls. It's my first day at work, don't you know? You'll show the moves, boss. <laughs> you bet I will. Wish me luck, lads. What I do, I do for Rome. <laughs> oh, when are we getting paid? What's that? It's just... Uh, after the campaign we just had and everything. You see, sir, none of us are wealthy men. And we were sort of looking forward to getting what's owed to us. What's owed to you? Yeah. Like the rest of our wages and the bonus you mentioned. We all want to buy some land to call our own, you see. Settle down, run farms, raise our families. Right. Yes. And uh, not being funny or anything, but there's not much food kicking about. And we're all hungry. Yeah, you can hardly even find bread these days. Well, yes, of course, sir. Wages, land, food. Goes without saying. Yeah. So, when do you reckon we might get all that? Uh, we know you won't let us down, sir. No, no. I will not do that, no. Definitely not. It's... Just that. He's letting us down. No, 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 no. On the contrary, my friends. On the contrary. You see, I'm going to. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm going into that meeting right now. Two, two. The first of a new and improved republic to sit with. Um, excuse me. With Gaius Octavius, the son of the divine Julius Caesar. And I will see to it personally that you all get your money and food and everything you need immediately, straight away. Now, how, uh, how's that sound? Okay, that worked. Now, which way am I going? As the general sought out the home of Gaius Octavius, his new colleagues awaited him with eager anticipation. <clears throat> oh, um, my aunt was asking after you. Sorry? My aunt. Claudia, she wanted to know if you were keeping well. Oh, good. I said you were. Yes. <laughs> Hope that's all right. You know, saying that. Sure. Ah, good. Thought I might have said too much. Careless talk costs lives and all that. Huh? 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 <laughs> I... Sure, yeah. Good thinking. Finally! I swear, this hill isn't normally here. Ah, Mark, good morning. There he is, my boy. <laughs> good to see you, friend. Exciting, yeah? All this? Exciting. Yes, it is. Uh, you know, Lepidus, of course. What? Oh, yeah. Morning. <coughs> Sorry. That's all right. 
Grand. So, uh, um, take a seat. Yes. Now that you mention it, cheers. Any of them? Uh, anyone? Yep. That's better. <sighs> okay, I think I'll start. Uh, oh, do help yourself to refreshments. And there's a bowl of grapes there if anyone's hungry. Aha! I'll take those. Oh. Absolutely starving. <coughs> Blimey. Um, Mark? Hmm? I'm not trying to put you on the spot here, but are you drunk? Well... I might be. Who can say? I mean, we can, because you look really drunk. I can keep up with the chat, don't you worry. The cogs are worrying. Are you sure? Yeah, crack on. OK, well, greetings both of you to what I'm sure will be the first of many uh, stimulating and productive meetings about the running of our glorious republic. Yes! Stirring stuff. Oh, yes. Top draw. <laughs> Thank you. We are, uh, we are great men. I, Gaius Octavius, son of the divine Julius. Mark Antony, general of the armies of Rome. That's me. And Aemilius Lepidus, without whom we could never have raised the capital to raise the armies. <clears throat> the Roman state owes you a great deal. Oh, pleasure, pleasure. Nice to be involved. The future prosperity of the Roman Republic now rests between the three of us, and we will succeed. Wait, hold on. This bloke's working with us? Yes. You mean he's in charge? Like us? What did you think he was doing here? I thought he was the secretary. Like, taking the minutes. No. Well, I can do that too, if it'd be useful. No, no, that's fine. Mark, we agreed that Lepidus would join us. That's what the Senate ratified yesterday. We're a triumvirate. A what? Triumvirate. Three of us. To make sure that supreme power never gets concentrated in one person. They think it's safer that way. Three of us? Yes. Oh, oh are you all right, Mark? Oh, carry on. Okay. <clears throat> well, as the ruling triumvirate of the Republic of Rome, we face many challenges, as we all know. Mm, yes. We uh. must strive to meet them for the good of the people of Rome and also, to be fair, for us. So... Land! What? They want to buy land. The soldiers. And food. Money and food. Right. Well, that is... Actually, at the top of our agenda today. Thank you, Mark. Welcome. Thanks to Lepidus, we covered the initial costs of our most recent campaign against the killers of my late divine father. Lovely man. Yep, but now we need to pay off the rest of it to the tune of approximately 300 million sesterces. How much? It's a big army. It costs a lot. Hmm. What have we got in the coffers? Not much. In fact... Not only are we low on money, we are also facing a massive food shortage. Oh, dear. You're joking. No. So, while we tackle that growing problem, we're also looking for a way to settle our accounts with the armies before they get... restless. <laughs> Lepidus, 
Do you have any ideas on that front? Ah, now, I was thinking about this, and, uh, no, I haven't. Nothing. Okay. Sorry. No, it's a tough problem. I suppose Rome wasn't built in a day. What? <laughs> Was it? Look, the way I see it, we need stuff, right? And we don't have it. Correct. Then, let's take it from people who do. Simple. Well, actually, as it happens, I've been looking through our treaties with neighbouring kingdoms, and I think Egypt is the best shout. Done. As we can see from the treaty, they've got grain and gold aplenty, and they might even have land for any men who want to live there. Oh, living abroad. Nice idea. So, I move that we open diplomatic channels with Queen Cleopatra immediately. All in favour? Diplomatic channels? I'm not talking about having a talk. I'm talking about not talking and acting instead. I'm sure Cleopatra will be amenable to our needs after some... some... polite conversation. That Egyptian harlot? You can't trust her! The Egyptian queen? Yes, we can. Mate, we've garrisons in Egypt. We can take what we need by force. We had to recall our men from Egypt to fight at Philippi. Well, send them back. We can win any war. Our armies are unbeatable. These would be the armies we haven't paid yet for the last war they fought for us? I I don't suppose they'd take it on credit, hmm? I doubt it. I say if we want the resources of Egypt, then diplomatic overtures to Cleopatra is the best way forward at the present time. All in favour? May one speak? Please. Everyone's opinion here is equally important. Go ahead. Your idea stinks. Right. We are Romans. We don't ask. If we need something, we take it. That's the way it's always been. And I'm sure it will be again. But right now, we've got to regroup, to rebuild, so we can ride this out. And how long will that take? I expect a few months. That's why we need to start... Months? Those men out there won't wait months. They need paying now. Mark, Rome hasn't any money. It hasn't any food. We have nothing to offer these men unless we can... You're worse than the Senate. Talk, talk, talk. Where's the action? Where are you going? Huh? I say, is the meeting over? I'll tell you where I'm going. I'm going to the middle of that forum, and I'm going to talk to the men, and I'm going to tell them that we're invading Egypt now. What? No ifs, no buts, and that's a guarantee from all three of us. You can't do that. Gaius, you have no idea what I can do. No, I mean you can't go out there. Look at you, you've pissed yourself. Have I? Oh, what? I don't believe this. Oh, no. Has anyone got a towel? Yeah, use the treaty. Don't use the treaty. Mate, I've got to use something. It's all over the floor. Hey, guys, can I borrow you for a second? Not now, Octavia. It's quite urgent, though. See, there's a mob of soldiers outside, and they're getting impatient. Oh, God. Do you want me to pass a message? Yeah, tell them I'm not here. Mark, we've got to deal with this. Tell them to go away then. We can't. But we're in charge, don't they know that? They'll do what we tell them because we are in charge. Have you pissed on our floor? Clearly, yes. Now find some towels. Um, If the meeting's over, I thought I might head off for an early lunch. Incredible! The situation sounds worse than I'd ever dared to hope. And is all of this really true? Um, 
I filled in a few gaps, but I drew upon the reports of our spies in Rome. The Triumvirs intend to seek aid from us. It can only be a matter of time. Oh, thank you, Charmian. You have a knack for bringing these matters to life. Makes it so much easier to know what to do. My queen is too kind. I've always enjoyed telling stories. You've got a real gift. I shall make full use of it. And if I'm not mistaken, it sounds like we finally have company. Trust him to be late. You'll do the honors, won't you? My lady. What is going on around here? I demand... Silence! You kneel in the presence of the Almighty, beloved by her father and her people. Abase yourself before the infinite majesty of the rightful Pharaoh of Egypt, the living goddess and our queen, Cleopatra. I know that. I'm her husband. Ptolemy, dear, I'm so sorry to get you out of bed like this. Oh, it must have been quite a surprise to you and whomever or whatever you were sharing it with. Get me out of bed? You've dragged me all the way to Greece. I was still in Egypt a week ago. Well, I wasn't cutting my holiday short just because of you. Holiday? You've never taken a day off in your life. <laughs> you take more than enough for both of us. Charmian, uh, uh, how many was it? Too many to count. Not a good look for a king, is it? Not a good look at all. You can't treat me like this. I am Egypt's king. I, I, I outrank you. You're committing treason. I, I hope you know that. I do. But here we are. What do you want from me? From you? Nothing. You're of no use to me. To Egypt. Or to anyone. I'd have a mind to leave you alone, but you're always whining and causing a scene. Or plotting to remove the queen. Yes, because you're right. I don't take a holiday without cause. I left Egypt to see what you'd do, and you rather took the bait. I don't know what you mean. But your conspirators do. They're all dead. So instead of keeping you hanging around, I thought it best if I didn't. But, but, but I am your brother. Yes, marrying one's brother, hmm, never my favorite part of the job. Still, with you gone, I won't have to do it ever again, will I? You're going to have me executed? No, I believe if you want something done, you should do it yourself. What? <laughs> Good. That was simple enough. Have his body dumped in the sea? Of course, my lady. Remove it! And now, a change of scenery. Shall I instruct the captain to ready our ship for Egypt? No, we're not returning home just yet. We're going to Italy. Italy? Really? We mustn't keep our Roman friends waiting, must we? Matters like these require the, uh, personal touch. Is it wise for you to return there so soon? After Caesar's death? Your concern is noted, Charmian, but unnecessary. I feel quite able to face Rome once again. After all, it's time we all knew who's really in charge. (laughs) 
Cry Havoc Ask Questions Later is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. The series is created by David K. Barnes and directed by Amani Zardo. This episode was written by David K. Barnes. It was edited by James Austin, Lori Ann Davis, Tessa Vroom, Meg Nikella, Catherine Seaton, and Catherine Renella, with scoring by Sam Jones. Today's episode features Kazim Tosin Amore, Harry Roebuck, Lara Sawalha, Sarah Aga, Sarah Lambie, and Andrew Seacombe. With additional voices from Ahmed El Jabri, Mark Nicholson, and Pip Gladwin. Cry Havoc, Ask Questions Later is produced by Natalie Winter, Catherine Lindemann, and production manager Natasha Johnston. With executive producers Alexander J. Newell and April Sumner. To subscribe, view associated materials, or join our Patreon, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us online. Tweet us at The Rusty Quill. Visit us on Facebook or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Love it or hate it, hockey is inescapable in Canada. But the sport has a dark side. There's violence and racism on the ice and corruption, cover-ups, and abuse off of it. I'm Archie May, the host of Commons. And in this season, we'll be bringing you stories from inside the cult of hockey. Follow Commons wherever you get your podcasts. And that's this week's show. Please check out the show notes for Cry Havoc Ask Questions Later on the Sonic Society website at sonicsociety.org or through Twitter at Sonic Society or at David Alt. Until next week when we'll continue with our horror salad. A Caesar, no doubt. I'm David Alt. (laughs) And I'm Jack Ward. Have a very rainy day, everyone. If only over here. (laughs) Yeah, you must be dry as well. Oh, yes.
speaking of which, I'm glad I, I, I enunciated horror very well, because sometimes <laughs> my students have misheard that word and thought it was something else. Yes, that would certainly uh, make a, uh, yes, an interesting <laughs> English lesson. This has been a Sonic Cinema production. This is an urgent message from Cypher. I'm undergoing various uh, undergoings for the evil plan. It has come to my attention that these children, these voices, have risen and mutiny against us. This, of course, is suboptimal. They must be stopped at all costs. I think I speak for all mankind when I say the evil plan must continue. (laughs) Yes, it must. (laughs) Anyway, we have set up a trap for these kid agents and they will be dealt with soon enough. Don't believe me. Just listen. I'm just gonna cut one of them! No, wait! Okay, why haven't they reported in for the past two days? Two of your agents have been injured in the line of duty. Oh my god, Josh, are you okay? Miss, miss, can you please step back? Say something comforting to Josh. Better you than me? Many believe Wordtastic Podcast to be the greatest podcast of all time. And season two bears no exception. We'll have more action. <laughs>